Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, Pastor Greg Scalzo will be starting the next sermon in his Through the Bible series on Heavenly Authority. You can find information about our church at shiarjeshub.org, and you can view our weekly Sunday message on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. Here's Pastor Greg. We are in the section of the Heavenly Authority series on the offices given by the Holy Spirit, and we've been looking for some weeks now at the office of the teacher. And today we want to talk about the teaching itself. Uh, what should the teacher teach? And as background, let's look at some key scriptures uh, in the letter of Paul to the Romans, in Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3, I'll start at verse 21. But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe, for there is no difference. So here's the gospel. There's a righteousness of God apart from the law. You're going to see how this fits in in a moment when we go into the Sermon on the Mount and look at the Lord's teaching about the law and the prophets. The Old Testament law, apart from that law, here you have a righteousness revealed, witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith. And that's the gospel. Faith in Jesus Christ. To all and on all who believe, there is no difference. Everyone comes to God, everyone is proclaimed as righteous, to be reconciled unto God only one way, by faith in Jesus Christ. And verse 23, he says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all sin, we're all lawbreakers, so we cannot go to God by saying, Lord, look how good I am, I've kept the law. No one has kept the law, no Jew, no Gentile, only Christ Jesus could perfectly fulfill the just and righteous requirements of the law. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Verse 24, being justified, how are we made just? How do we stand just, right, righteous before God? Being justified freely, without cost that means, freely by His grace, that's a gift, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. It's a free gift. We're justified freely by the grace of God, the mercy of God, the gift of God. Through the redemption, we're purchased back. That is in Christ Jesus. Verse 25, whom God set forth as a propitiation. That word means the mercy seat cover, the atoning sacrifice. That sacrifice which propitiates which makes atonement, to gain or regain the favor of God, to expiate, to extinguish the guilt incurred, to put an end, to finish the guilt and bring us back to God. 
whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood, by Jesus' blood. Through faith, we believe on the shed blood of Jesus to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance, God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. Based upon our lives and the sins we commit, we don't deserve the mercy of God. God's forbearance is mercy. He passes over. The blood is on the doorposts of our lives. It's a Passover because the blood of Jesus covers us. We have atonement. We have propitiation. We are declared just freely without cost by his grace. Verse 26, to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has what? Faith in Jesus. There's the gospel. Faith in Jesus. We're justified not by our works, not by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus. He demonstrates his righteousness. The whole Bible is about the righteousness of God. And human nature, we want to think we're something special. We're better than everyone else, and we're righteous on our own, and we're not. The cross declares the righteousness of God. Number one, that he is righteous, that sin has a penalty. You cannot just overlook sin. But he loves us, right? And he's merciful to us. And the only way that sin can be propitiated, covered over, atoned for, is by he himself giving himself, giving his son, the one that is righteous, the just one. Jesus is the just one. He is the only holy one. And in the cross, you have the justice of God and God being the just one, paying the price because he loves us and he gives us this grace to all who believe. Have faith in Jesus. That's the gospel. Clear salvation. Jesus Christ, the justifier. And then he goes on to say in verse 27, where is boasting then? It is excluded. No one can boast, neither Jew nor Gentile. By what law of works can we boast because we've kept the law? We've done such good works? No, but by the law of faith. We believe in the one in the righteousness of God, the one who is God in the flesh. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. The law cannot save us. The law declares us lawbreakers. Jesus Christ saves us. And then he goes on to say in verse 31, he says in verse 29, Or is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? For Jew and Gentile, it is the same. Faith in Jesus Christ. Believing in the righteous man, and we are declared just because we believed in the just one. Verse 31, Do we then make void the law through faith? Because we're not saved by the law, we're saved only in Jesus Christ. Does that make the law void? In um, some of your translations, it will say, do we then nullify the law by faith? 
And Paul answers, certainly not. Certainly not. Not at all. On the contrary, we establish the law. Because the law and the prophets were told up above, witness to Jesus Christ. If you did not have the law of God, there would be no concept of sin. We're living in a world that is progressively becoming a world without law, without absolutes, without right and wrong. And so people are becoming very confused. Now, why do I need Jesus? Everyone's afraid of death, so many will want Jesus because they say, well, I want to go to heaven. But not necessarily because they say, I'm a sinner. When you preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, you're not nullifying the law of God. You're not nullifying what, what happened on Mount Sinai. You're upholding it. You're establishing it. You're saying that which God spoke to Moses is true. And it declares us all lawbreakers. And in that law, there are shadows and types and examples that point to Jesus Christ. And in Jesus Christ, we have the fulfillment of the law of Moses. Do we nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. Now, look down in chapter 6 and verse 15. More about this gospel without cost, freely given. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? Since our works, our deeds do not earn us heaven, since we're saved through what Jesus did, since our sins are covered over, shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? And Paul again exclaims, certainly not. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to what? Obey. You are that one's slaves whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death. Sin leads to death. The law proclaims it. The gospel confirms it. Or of obedience, two times, obey obedience, leading to righteousness. But God be thanked, God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine. Some of your translations will say teaching. Didache. We studied that word didache when we started speaking about the teacher, the office of the teacher, the teaching, the instruction. You obeyed from the heart that form of teaching, that form of doctrine, it says in the New King James, to which you were delivered. You were delivered to a certain teaching, a teaching about salvation in Jesus Christ, a teaching that says you're saved by faith, not by works. But that teaching says in so doing, when you come to Jesus Christ, you present yourself to him to say, Lord, work your life through me. You are to become a slave of the righteous one, not a slave of sin. Sin leads to death, obedience leads to righteousness. We're not saved by our righteousness, we're saved by his righteousness. But if we offer ourselves to him as his stewards, as his servants, as his children, he is the righteous one, then shall we sin 
because we are not in the law but under grace? Certainly not. We ought to allow him to work his righteousness through us. This is the doctrine of obedience to Jesus Christ, he says, to which you were delivered. We invite you to join us for our 10 a.m. Sunday service at the Memorial Hall in Madison, Connecticut. On our website at shiarjashub.org, you will find directions to our church, as well as a library of hundreds of radio programs for serious Bible study. That website again is shear-jashub.org. On our website, you will find Pastor Greg's series on Christian marriage, available as a six-audio CD set or digital download, as our thank-you gift for your donation to Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle. And there is a link to Pastor's award-winning book, The Nature and Power of Prayer, available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. And of course, a link to the Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle channels on YouTube and Rumble.com. Our Sunday sermon is live-streamed on YouTube at 10.30 a.m. Afterwards, it is posted up not only on the Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle channel on YouTube, but also on Rumble.com and now on the church website itself. And currently, Pastor is in a fascinating series on last-day events. You will find links to all three options on the shiarjashub.org homepage, along with links to our radio program library. Join us next time for Shiar Jashub.